Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. So, tonight I'm going to be talking about etiquette of making dua. Like previously, we've talked about praying for spouse, being sincere when you're making your dua. But now I think it's better to just delve into the aspect of the etiquette of making dua. Dua is a very, very much important aspect of Islam. So much that Professor said, Like, Dua is the backbone of worship. Like, it is the most noble aspect of worship that Allah loves it so much. He said, Call upon me and I'm going to respond to you. So now, there are etiquettes that guide our prayer being accepted by Allah wa ta'ala. You just don't say, well, I want this and that all. It doesn't work that way. You don't want to build a house and suddenly you will start. You have to make foundations and all of that. So now the first thing is believing in Tawheed. Believing in Allah wa ta'ala that it does all things. We believe some things are haram, but do we actually believe that when you when you make a dua, not believing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your dua is actually haram too. That's number one. Number two, sincerity towards Allah when you are making your dua. It's a very, very important aspect when you are being sincere, when you are making your dua. Open your mind to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Say what you want. Let your mind and your soul be there. Don't make your dua nonchalantly. Don't just say it like you're talking to your fellow mate on seriousness. Whichever way you want to put it. Be serious. Let your mind, your soul, your heart, everything that Allah Matala gives you. Let it be present where you are making dua. Number three. When you want to make dua. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah said, nobody loves to be praised more than he does. Like, you praise him. That's where, when you read all these kunus, like, it first started, Allahumma laka alhamdukullu, wa laka shukrukullu. They are praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously. Do as much as possible. It's more like when you want to ask your parents for something, you're like, oh, mommy. Before you now chip in the mommy, please give me money. Do you get that's how we should make our dua? We should praise the last one as much as possible. After, then we should do a salat to Allah and be Allah Masala Selim and longer fashion. And I had this that says. Your dua will be set back until you make Salatul and Nobi. Then after that, your dua follows. So we should try as much as possible to send Salat upon the Prophet Another beautiful aspect is asking Allah by his beautiful names. Allah said, ask from me, make dua to me using my beautiful names. Example is, the general dua that we are all advi- advised to make during the Salatikoji period. Allahumma inna ka'afuun tuhibbula afuwa fa'afani. Look at that prayer. Allahumma uwala inna ka'afuun. You are the pardoner. 
alafu dipadona inna kalafu ya dipadona to hibulafua you love to pardon far for so pardon me look at how powerful that prayer is now for everything we need in this life and in the hereafter there's a name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that goes along with it you are fool. You love to forgive. Please forgive me. Oh Allah, I risk. You So, 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 so. You know, that's, that is the similarity that I'm going to give in using the last one of Atala names to ask him for things that we want. Also, when we are making do how we should raise our hands forward. We should raise our hands forward. And we should spread our palms and not fold them so it's not going to be like the back of your palms is facing front. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. And there's an hadith that said Allah has al modesty, shyness that a servant will not raise his hand to Allah except that he will give you something in return. For every dua you make, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give you something in return. And there's nothing trivial to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, when you ask your fellow mates today, give me this today, give me tomorrow, give me that tomorrow, you're going to, that fellow mate is going to get tired. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is, you can ask him anything. For Aisha radiallahu anhu said, if the lace of your shoe or something of your shoe breaks, you better ask Alasman or Atala to repair that thing for you. Because if Alasman or Atala do not understand that that thing is going to be repaired, there is no effort you are going to make. Oh, legacy. So for you to ask Alasman or Atala something tiny as probably tying your shoelace back for you, then you can ask Alasman or Atala for anything possible. Anything possible. Also, you should have faith that Alasman or Atala is going to accept your prayer should have your keen be certain that no matter your prayer last matter is going to accept it because i said earlier that you believe some things are haram but the moment you lack the faith that matter is going to accept your prayer then there's no point also you should be firm in our duha i will i'm going to explain this in the Probably you are doing something and then someone knocks on the door once. You'll be like, Tanya, oh boy. You continue what you are doing because that's just it. Second time, Tanya, by the time it becomes consistent, you have to go there to go and check that. Ah, ah, Tanya, don't call it lateral. That's how it is. You don't just ask for something once. Keep praying. Keep praying to Alasban or Atala. For they said, whoever wants Allah subhanahu wa to accept his prayer in the time of need, then he must have been making a lot of duha in the time of ease. So we should be firm in our duha. We should ask Allah subhanahu wa We should talk to him morning, afternoon, night, every time. We shouldn't be the kind of people that is only when we have problems or when we have anything that we are desperate that we pray to Allah subhanahu wa also, you should say our dua silently. That's the joy of Islam. Bring your, bring your dua in sujood because that's the closest you can be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Stay your door silently. Don't shout. It's along with you. I last my time I said, me, So, also, in making duha, do we realize that it's like a very big relationship between the creator and the creation? It shows the significance of la haula wala kuwata illa billah. Like when you say la haula wala kuwata, there is no power except that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for you to believe that there is no power except for that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to be able to ask for the person that has the highest power in I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's too big for me to explain. That's how it is. Another aspect is you telling somebody to pray for you. Yeah, it is good. When you pray for someone, the angel will pray for you too. And imagine an angel praying for you. That's the height of it. But then, no one can be sincere about your prayer other than yourself. If you tell me I should pray for you, that God should give you kids. I will say it to Allah nonchalantly. Might not be nonchalantly, but I will just say that, oh, Allah, my friend said, but you that you are desperate, you that are so, so desperate, you are going to make your dua with so much sincerity that, ah, oh, Allah, swan, Allah. Especially, I talk about a gentleman, even if this is just one. Pray for me. Also, we should mention the good deeds that you have done. It's raised our dua higher. Just like the um, example of the people of the cave, the three people that were stuck in the cave, when they had to mention the good deeds, the other one said, um, he used to take care of his mother, the other one, the third one, until the um the stone by the entrance of the cave was removed also we can say our we can use our situation to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just like the example um, the example of Zachariah he told us when I told that his bones are fickle like going to Darugbo that's say that is very old old people they can be more but all the situation that is very old. Example of Prophet Musa when he was taught in the desert, he said he had he prayed as man that he is nothing. Because at that particular moment he had nothing on him except the clothes he was putting. He doesn't even have a cup of water. And as man accepted that prayer. Look at him. He met the two kids of Prophet Shuaib, got a job, land, wives, and all of that. Also, imagine the prayer of Iblis being accepted. You know Iblis. After everything, he still prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should give him long life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should allow him to live to the day of judgment. And Allah accepted that prayer. So now look at you. Your prayer have an higher chance of being accepted. We should say everything and anything that we want to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our dua from us so kuma daluwala yao akulu koli hada abi akulu koli hada astakfirullahi liwalakum assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh